podcast time. Group on group of friends. We'll talk about very distant lands. We met the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And here we are talking about Adventure Time all the way from the beginning to the very end. Yeah. Matt? Yes. How are you? I am pretty okay. How about you? Oh, you know, living the dream. Yeah. All the dreams. Me too, I think. (laughs) I I don't know why I said me too. Yeah, I guess. I'm living a dream. A dream? Someone's dream. Whose dream? Um, I don't know. Somebody. (laughs) That's a rough start. Wow. (laughs) We're a little little rusty. This is actually our second time recording this episode. Yeah, the first time sounded like we were screaming or something. Yeah, yeah, it's like, if you remember two episodes ago, or was it one episode ago now, where at the beginning I said, hey guys, just so you, it's your boy Matt. If if it sounds a little off this episode, it's because we're recording new equipment. Well, figured, you know, after that one, okay, I figured out what the problems were. So that I fixed them for the second episode, and it sounded so much worse. It was awful. (laughs) It was the worst ever. Yep. I actually tried for a long time to to work with it, and I was eventually like, you know what? Let's just scrap it and start over again. Yeah. And then I was traveling, and so now we're here recording. Yep. Hey, guess what? What? I think last time we talked about Simon, our cat. Yeah. Did I can't remember what episode that was, but we have a cat. His name is Simon. Named after Simon from Adventure Time. Yeah. And guess... Okay, so we're playing a new game called... How much of a nerd are we? Oh, how much of a nerd are we? On a scale of one to super nerd, <laughs> where do how you we think we rank? <laughs> <laughs> True or false? Someone who... Never mind. Um, no, we installed some new uh, Wi-Fi extenders and some, like, a blink doorbell thing. We are not... Whatever. Not even going to talk about... Yeah. Um, and we named our Wi-Fi extenders the... Gumball Guardians, and then yeah. our what do we name the uh, doorbell? Um, the oh, I can't remember what the doorbell was. Oh, it's Bimo. Bimo, yeah. yeah. So the doorbell is Bimo. And then we we have two cameras outside on our house named Lady and Peebles. Yeah. So we got so all, all people here right now. These guys are like Doomsday Preppers or something. No, we're not. I know. <laughs> <laughs> not even not even close. But the it, it's funny because. Um, anytime I get a, an alert on my phone, it says, emotion has been detected at your lady <laughs> or at your peebles. <laughs> at your peebles. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So the one to our back porch is lady, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Awesome. I love it. Th- yeah. This was your idea. It awesome was. Awesome idea. I love yeah. it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> we get so that concludes the game, How Nerdy Are We? Yeah. We can name our car Whisper Dan or something <laughs> for a really deep Adventure Time cat. Abracadaniel. Abracadaniel. <laughs> it is pretty magical. Like, it is magical. Every time I start it up, there's all sorts of new rules to that car. Like, today I started it and I couldn't control the volume on the radio. What? And it just stayed at, like, max volume the whole time I was driving downtown. I was like, Shut this sucks. the front door. Why did you just turn off the... Because I was in the middle of the road. What? You can't just click the power button? No. Oh, I did click the power button, but the radio stayed on. Why didn't you park the car and turn it off and turn it back on again? I didn't have time for that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm a our... busy man. Okay, wait. Is it work now? Yeah, it's fine. Why are you just telling me about this now while we're recording our oh, podcast? There's all, there's all sorts of weird quirks every time I start the car. Uh, for you? Yeah. 
Why? It has no rules. Like the rules of that car <laughs> change every time I start. I'm like, okay, what's going to be the mystery to solve today? You need to stop driving the car. What? <laughs> I'm concerned about this. You're breaking my beautiful car. I'm not. I'm just starting it. It's doing mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. So how are the listeners today? Hope good. Happy Black History Month. Yes, to, happy Black History Month. To our folks out there been pretty cool and uh, at my work we have a, a DIB focus and we have been doing a lot of work on that and it's been really neat so yeah, yeah. cheers cheers <coughs> we are going to be talking about two adventure time episodes today we are yep no all the little people and what? jake the dad oh my gosh yep jake the dad was a funny episode yeah i really enjoy that one so rando yeah all right should we get to it i think we should okay hmm, hmm. So, let's do this. Let's punch this pig. Let's do this, we shall. Hold on. Siri won't let me onto my iPad. Nothing's working. Okay. I mean, I guess I can get started. All the little people, IMDb rating 8.7. Overall number 109. Season 5, Episode 5. All the little people, directed by Larry Leachlater, Nate Cash, written and storyboarded by Aku Castera and Jesse Mahoynihan. <laughs> yeah, sure. Original air date, December 3rd, 2012, and 2.53 million U.S. viewers. Million, which is a big drop-off from the last episode. Million. Million. The title card is Magic Man. Uh, Magic Man! Magic Man! Molding some little people three to six inches tall from, it looks like clay. It's kind <laughs> yeah, of that like... was really oddly specific. <laughs> Based on your prediction for this episode. Hey, listen, my predictions are gold. And he's... Den. So he's molding Golden. people, and it looks like when PB was molding little people and like dissecting them and stuff so weird and he's surrounded by some boxes that say dirt on them and they got it looks like poison ivy growing from them um i, I don't think that's poison ivy i think they're just rando plants Matt. oh okay okay oh i remember the episode where finn visited magic man's house for the first time let's go to my house yeah did he, he say there's there poison, was... I- poison oh, he... ivy oh okay so he said that it was poison ivy yeah okay he said, like, a, a squirrel, it. and it was, like, some dead animal that wasn't a squirrel yeah. or something like that. There's a lot of bottles around indicating that perhaps Magic Man has a little drinking problem. Sounds like he might be into the uh, devil's elixir. <laughs> Icarus. Icarus. <laughs> All right, our synopsis. He had his swill of the devil's fill. <laughs> All right, I'll let you <laughs> The episode begins on a cliff by a lake at sunset. There, Finn and Jake (laughs) are discussing relationships, with Finn wondering whether it's better to date someone with a similar or opposite personality. Jake tells Finn that love is not all about compatibility and science, but more about the pumps and bumps of one's heart. (laughs) Jake. Finn then wonders whether the Ice King and Bima would make a good couple, which perplexes Jake. Yeah, that is an interesting pair, right? That's that's a duo you would never really think of until you know, someone brings it up. Yeah, I mean, they're both kind of like have unique personalities. Yeah. And I kind of get the sense that they would be actually pretty legit. Maybe. I, I could see Bimo getting kind of annoyed, like as fed up with Ice King as everybody else does, though. Do you think so? Bimo does get annoyed occasionally. Bimo, I mean, yeah, if they're mean, like, yeah. I do not play such games with Jake. But I think that if IK was like, yo, I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> <laughs> Bimo may be like, what up? Okay, yeah. I it don't could know. Work. It could work. Listen. Who knows? Listen, I don't put limits on love. Okay? Well, I'm thinking it's of- not up to me to decide, Matt. 
Don't put me in this situation. Well, I'm thinking of Bimo's annoyance factor. I look back to like one episode ago where Bimo's trying to teach football how to drink tea and gets annoyed in like five seconds. No, like this. Okay, but and trying to teach Ice King could probably IK, be pretty awful. But Ik comes like Ik wants to be loved so bad. I think the only barrier, only barrier, is that Bimo is not a princess. That's true. But we could make Bimo a princess. Just pull like a tear on Bimo, and you're all set. Thank you. Gosh. I think this would be amazing. So as they talk, Magic Man spies on them and decides to prank them with his magic. Producing a small sack, he utters the incantation, do what thou'st will, be the whole piece of law, which apparently animates the bag's contents, followed by, I'm not coming back, which releases the contents of the sack from its power, his power, and then uh, tucks the sack into Finn's shorts. (laughs) While walking home, Jake notices that Finn has something in his pants. Misunderstanding, Finn is embarrassed before Jake points out the sack magic man left behind. He's like, not again. (laughs) Finn reaches inside and pulls out miniature versions of himself, Jake holding his viola, Princess Bubblegum, Bimo, and LSP. Jake worries that this is black magic, but his worry is assonged by Finn. Who (laughs) points out... Sorry. Uh, who points out that one of the toys is Jake playing his viola. LSP go, uh, goes piggyback on him. Finn dances and Bebo strug- struggles to write itself. So excited, both Finn and Jake rush to their home, the tree fort, where Jake ma- makes... Wait, that's spa- where they live? The tree fort? The tree fort, where Jake makes spaghetti with his special sauce and Finn continues playing with the little people. So he removes the characters he considers sea listers which Jake considers impolite, especially since the characters left behind include the Ice King. Uh, at this, Finn remembers seeing a mini version of the Ice King's drum, so he pulls that out for the Ice King to jam on. And mini Jake joins in with his viola, much to Jake's chagrin, because he's like, I wouldn't be hanging out with this loser. But uh, then he notices that the two of them um, have good musical chemistry. Yeah, dude, like, that's so, like, whatever. Anyway, upon hearing the word chemistry, Finn becomes quiet and thoughtful, ignores his food, and watches watches the various characters interact with one another. Another. Lady Rainicorn and Princess Bubblegum talk to one another. Flame Princess and LSP play a card game. Finn steals Lemon Grab's Campbell. Camel? Well, <laughs> Lemon Grab chases him, and Hunson Abadir climbs onto a dinner plate while Marceline glumly whizzes towards him, referencing the strained relationship the two have because of Hunson eating Marceline's fries, while Mr. Cupcake lifts dumbbells in the corner. Lifting dumbbells in the corner. So that night, Finn cannot sleep, so he decides to play with the little people. So he starts to experiment with uh, interactions of the little people, starting with Mr. Cupcake and LSP, who hit it off and begin to kiss, like, pretty much instantly. So Finn is surprised by this and decides to experiment some more. So then he removes Lumpy Space Princess and adds her to the magic sack and finds uh, <laughs> mini Lady Ranicorn. Okay, can we pause for a second? So this is all happening in Finn's bed sleeping bag mm-hmm. he like keeps looking over at jake like um he's gonna wake up and see yeah, him doing this and see him like doing whatever. weird things weird experimentations yeah this is kind of freaky it is finn gets a little obsessed a little bit peering out from his bed covers at a sleeping jake with mini uh mini lady rainicorn in his hands finn looked apologetic for what he was about to do when he adds mini rainicorn the two of them ignore one another with Mini Cupcake flexing his muscles while Mini Rainicorn seems more content to chew on Finn's sleeping bag. However, Finn forces Lady into the arms of Mr. Cupcake and they instantly begin kissing. Yeah, it's... it's, it's These Finn's guys are pretty, like... 
quick to uh affectionate yeah yeah I, I wonder if like time moves by faster for them in their little world or something maybe because maybe these things seem like they're ha- playing out naturally in real time for them yeah i don't know because it, it doesn't really align with what happens at the end yeah that's true huh freaky dicky Hmm. So Finn inserts Mini Jake, which prompts an argument in gibberish between the three and then make Jake's and ladies break up. Uh, makes Jake and Lady break up. Um, I forgot what their voices are. They're like, wah, 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 something like that, right? Something like that, yeah. yeah. So Finn then out turns the sack to release all the little people, and an intense look appears on his face. So with all different characters, the possibilities would be endless. So the next morning, Jake finds Finn with a pile of books by JT Dog Zone. Yeah, what, what, what? What, what, JT Dog Zone makes another appearance. <laughs> so he asks Finn uh, if he stayed up all night reading them. In fact, Finn had constructed a world for his little people to play in, and the book he appeared to be reading had a heartbroken Jake curled up inside of it. JT Dog Zone. Yes, that's him. So I, I just imagine, like, <laughs> like the advice of JT Dog Zone, I imagine, like, a young impressionistic boy reading it and then like growing up to be uncle jim at his niece's birthday or something and it's gonna be like don't make the same mistakes uncle jim did don't read jt dog's own for dating advice <laughs> so, like, <laughs> why does he sound like bruce campbell in ash versus evil dead <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of who he plays ash bruce campbell in ash versus evil dead is somebody who read jt dog's own as a kid yes and lived by his every word Believe me, kid. It's not going to help you. Ugh, so gross. <laughs> okay, so Jake wonders why his miniature looks so lonely and asks Finn to pass him mini lady, to which Finn replies that the two have broken up and that lady is pursuing a relationship with a, quote, cool guy. In fact, it was mini Finn. Bum, bum, bum. Jake becomes outraged when he sees Finn and Lady dating. Finn shows that he began the relationship between a number of characters. Minnie Marcy is shown repeatedly licking Minnie Peppermint Butler. Minnie Turtle Princess is shown spanking <laughs> Minnie Zergiok. Is that how you say his name? Zergiok. Yep. Uh, referencing the real Zergiok's enjoyment of spanking the goblins over which he used to rule. And Minnie Lollipop Girl is shown in a relationship with both Choose Goose and Abercadaniel. Yep, Zergiok loves spanking those goblin hams. So Jake is confused and a little bit worried by Finn's actions and announces that he's he's faces it right now. Like, <laughs> hmm. so, so Jake's like, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go away for a couple of weeks to clear my head of all this grossness I just saw. So after he leaves, <laughs> Finn sees a mini flame princess and decides to see how the two figures interact with one another. So initially, mini Finn is shy while mini Fl- flame princess appears bored. But Finn gives his miniature a piece of his cookie and moves him closer to Flame Princess. He, like, moves his legs along by, like, pushing it with a with a pencil's eraser. Mm-hmm. So he shares the cookie with her, and they begin to chew on it together in a way that looks like kissing, since the real Finn and Flame Princess cannot kiss on account of her flame powers. So <laughs> Lainey Rainicorn sees this and, heartbroken, begins to yell and weep melodramatically before retreating, retreating into her bookhouse. Finn adds in... Princess Bubblegum in the middle and makes her give Mini Finn a back rub, and the two figures begin kissing. This means Mini Flame Princess furious is furious, and they begin to fight, during which Flame Princess sets Bubblegum on fire. PB uses Lady Rainicorn's tears as a hose as an attempt to extinguish Flame Princess. Finn looked at the battle and turns a bit red, as if the situation like that happened. Finn would have been the thing the princesses were fighting for. Yeah. So how do you even set PB on fire? Wouldn't she just melt? She's candy. I guess she would probably melt. Yeah. Or Are her clothes candy? 
don't know. Maybe they get their clothing from like the clothing kingdom or something. <laughs> the cloth kingdom. <laughs> the cloth kingdom. <laughs> Next to Grocery World's yeah, Kingdom. Yeah, it's usually whenever the show needs to explain something, it's like, just make it a kingdom. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's going to care. Who, the, whether there's going to be a podcast about it or something. <laughs> I don't know why the writer's drunk, but. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Rick and Morty, honey. <laughs> <laughs> so 16 weeks later. 16 weeks. 16, imagine all the Avengers months. we could have seen in that time. Four months. <laughs> four months. Oh, my gosh. Jake returns to see the fort a mess. As Finn, still in pajamas that he was wearing 16 months ago, reveals that he ruined the little people's lives, showing many Zerg Yogg in pain from many Eternal Princess spanking him too much. Oh, my goodness. Choose Goose, Abra Daniel, and Lollipop Girl take a lap together. Many Marceline having uh, eroded most of many Peppermint Butler from licking him. Many Finn gazing into the distance atop a book. In uh, many Finn's world, this book is like the lakeside cliff where, he, uh, where the episode started, which I totally didn't notice, which is it's crazy craziness. So Lady Rancorn is still weeping over her and Finn's breakup and Princess Bubblegum with an exercise addiction followed by her breakup with Finn. And what I love about that is like it even has like these little abs that are like, yeah, on, oh, so good. Oh, man, I tried doing crunches for the first time yesterday in ages. I did like 20 and I'm, I feel like I get punched repeatedly in the stomach. It's really funny. And he was like making noises from the, I was like, is he OK in there? Uh. <laughs> Hold on to my waist, lover. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap your legs around me. <laughs> Despite Jake's pleas, Finn refuses to abandon the little people at this point since he has caused them so much trouble. However, he has no way to explain to the little people what he did. Finn attempts to contact little Finn in various ways, including licking him. <laughs> and in the mini world, this only manifests itself as large waves in the lake. Jane suggests... Jane? Jake? Yeah, hey, it's another new one. <laughs> Jane. <laughs> Jake suggests that they are on different vibration level and that Finn should shake them. This is like disturbing because that's like the first thing is like don't shake your baby and like mm-hmm. oh my gosh, okay. He's shaking it like a shake weight. Yeah. Finn shakes his miniature self at increasing speeds and when he gets the correct speed he appears as a face in the clouds which puzzles mini Finn. If anybody doesn't know what a shake weight is, just look up a video so you can know why the late 90s were so embarrassing. Google it for <laughs> one of many reasons. Speaking of 90s, mm-hmm. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is being rebooted as like a more like real like live action one produced by William Smith. William Smith. Hey, so we're both into shows right now that are produced by Will Smith. Yeah. What's yours? Cobra Kai. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm crazy about Cobra Kai. Yes. So Jake notices that Minnie Finn's response notices Minnie Finn's response and uh, tells Finn to shake his miniature more slowly. So he uh, reappears in the clouds and explains that um, it was his fault that Minnie Finn's life is ruined and that, uh, that he's going to take care of it. At this point, the clouds momentarily disperse, then reappear because he's like, "Oh, my arm got tired from shaking." <laughs> So he ends up by saying, I'm not coming back, just like Magic Man said at the beginning. He then moves on to Princess Bubblegum, Lady Rainicorn, and Flame Princess, and explains the same information, but says they should just make up and have a dance party. Finn sets up music, and the girls dance together, no longer mad at each other. Oh, girls just let go of everything by having it, dancing it out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, he adds all the sea listers at Jake's uh, instigation and create a huge dance party. All the miniatures dance, during which Jake notices that Bimo and the Ice King are hitting it off. Their miniatures are shown dancing together, thus answering the question of whether the two would make a good couple. At this point, the episode ends. Well, it turns out everybody would make a good couple based on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. What would you think of this one? 
You know, I think that this episode is interesting because I do think that it gives the broader message of, like, don't screw with people's lives. Like, it's not – like, there's no, like, one person who knows everything about everything. And this just, like, really demonstrates that. But then also, how old has Finn in this at this point? 12 or 13. Yeah. Could you imagine a 12 or 13-year-old, like – it makes sense why he he glubbed up because it was like the imagination of a 12 or 13 year old, you know? Yeah. Because the message is don't manipulate people's lives for your own amusement. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, don't like this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not a, actually, I don't enjoy this one very much. I, I know. I understand how it's a good and interesting episode. I just don't enjoy watching it personally. Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite. Yeah. I mean, it's a weird episode. Finn is kind of creepy in it also apparently cupcake mr cupcake all the ladies want him yeah and he's like hot with three t's with those jacked cupcake arms mm-hmm. uh any uh but mm, any last thoughts about that anything else you want to add um no it's it's definitely interesting um the, all the wah 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 talk got a little tiresome for me i don't know um if you notice, like it took a it took a while for us to get through the synopsis of this one, just because there's so little dialogue, you just kind of have to explain everything that you're seeing. Yeah, yeah. But you know, interesting, you know, visual storytelling there. I do think that it was clever that Finn created like this little pseudo city for them mm-hmm. for with houses and all that stuff. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I do too. It, it reminds me of like playing one of those, you know, build, build your own world kind of video games. Well, I think it just speaks to again his age level. And he's like, oh, I'll create him these little towns and then do little mini experiments on them, essentially, and see who fits with who. And maybe this was his way of just, like, making sense of, like, all of these different characters and, yeah. I don't know, his guesses about relationships. Like, the whole thing with him, Flame Princess and PB and him and, like, what he – and also, what's the deal with him and Lady Rainicorn? Yeah, right? I guess he just – out of curiosity, he wanted to see if they'd be compatible if Jake was out of the picture. Yeah. Yeah, not healthy. No. <laughs> it's his best friend's girl. I totally forgot Tiffany was one of the little people in this one. That is so true. Tiffany! Um, Where was the snail, Maddie? The snail was inside the book fort. Um, It shows Jake, like, staring at the books with, like, really wonky-looking arms. And you see Finn's head just popping out behind them. Nice. Uh, Guess what? What? We have a fill the face, fill the face, fill the face, smile. Oh, yeah. And Phil is seen as one of the, quote, C-listers dancing at the dance party. He is totally a C-lister. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. What was your favorite line? My favorite line was, he's a cool guy. Don't worry about it. And it's been talking about tiny Lindcorn ending up with Mr. Cupcake. Oh, my goodness. It's so funny. Yeah. What's yours? Uh, if you feel something, you feel something. That's such a Jake line. It is. What's your impression of a character? Okay, whatever, whatever. That's Finn. Love After it. Jake tells him he's leaving for a couple of weeks. Yeah, Finn pays no attention to him. Four so. months. <laughs> yeah. That is a long time. That's insane. That's almost. That's like a good chunk of a year right there. It's a third of a year. It's a third of a year. My impression is wah 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 wah, which is literally every tiny person in the cop episode. Out. It's a cop out. Yep. <laughs> All right, so we've got some trivia and. Ooh, yeah. It's kind of a cool thing. Yeah, so in the last episode, we said if anybody if anybody wants to submit a trivia song for us to play, we're going to play it. Yeah. So we got a trivia song from 
Adrian. Yeah, thanks, Adrian. Really appreciate your submission, and it's a wicked awesome song. So, and we'll read your what you wrote when we talk about our listener feedback. Yeah, for sure. So we'll play the song right now. Boop. It's trivia time. All right, Lady Rainicorn's colors on her body are only yellow, red, and green instead of the rainbow as the lady, little lady. Although the little lady Rainicorn does not appear to be pregnant, Finn mentions that she is. Interesting. What? Interesting. So she's pregnant and then she cheats on Jake. That's just, mm, yeah. I don't like the messaging of that. Mm-mm. Adventure time? No, me neither. Also, four months, I feel like Lady Rainicorn would have had her babies in that time. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, maybe maybe it works differently for Rainicorns. So Magic Man and Finn both say the same phrase in the episode. You know, I'm not coming back, which is interesting. 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 This is the first time Flame Princess and Princess Bubblegum are shown interacting with one another, uh, even though they're doing so as toys. And there is no Magic Man doll included in the bag, despite him being the one to create it. That's so interesting. Yeah. I guess Pourquoi? he doesn't want a mini version of himself manipulated. Also, mm. like his whole like getting Finn obsessed with this thing was like an interesting little. I keep saying interesting, interesting torture device for him. Yeah, yeah, yep. so fascinating. In one shot of JT Dog Zone's book, one paragraph is repeated over and over. Now, to be clear, JT Dog Zone does not condone random flirtation and wanton babes, but rather careful consideration of which lovely honey gives your heart the bumps. Because it's all about the bumps. Secondly, you got to remember to be smooth, not bodacious babe. No bodacious babe belongs with a bumbling baby boy. Bew, bereft of bravado for love. <laughs> a bumbling baby bow. Jake somewhat refers to this excerpt in the beginning of the episode that should follow the lumps and bumps of his heart, implying that he read the J.T. Dogson book. Oh, my God. He wrote the book. Yes, he did. They couldn't be more clear about that by this point. Yeah. So Mini Finn is the only character apart from Lemon Grab himself to ride the Lemon Camel. Miniature Finn does not have socks on as real Finn does. Uh-oh. This is the final episode. To pr- He's going to pr- get athlete's foot. Yeah, he is. <laughs> He's, He's not wearing get... any sandals. There's probably no airflow in those shoes. He's going to get some stank And then he's going to have the need to get a miniature tube of fungal infection mm-hmm. lotion. You're going to have to pop that one out of the magic bag. Oh, Finn. goodness. Finn. If that is your real name, Finn. The, this is the final episode to premiere in 2012. Oh, isn't, yeah. that, isn't that clever? Mm, mm. Mm. The location where Finn and Jake are when they receive the bag is the same place where Miniature Finn is spoken to by Big Finn at the end of the episode. The wizard students have no stars on their cloaks. Mm, failures. When Little Finn is shown uh, moping on the cliff, the title card music plays. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. So the little people in their interactions are similar to the game The Sims. Magic Man's incantation, do what styles, blah, 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 we said earlier, is a reference to the phrase, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. This was key tenet of the religion Thelma developed in early 20th century Oculus, Alistair Crowley. Hmm. Do you think that Crowley from Supernatural was named after Alistair Crowley? He's a demon. Yeah. Is o- Wait, is Oculus... Are the, they're- the cultist? Occult. Yep, that one. <laughs> Occultist. <laughs> Take that for granted. <laughs> <laughs> Take that for granted. <laughs> uh, he's probably after. I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe the maybe the name Crowley has a meaning, and that's why they used it for Crowley in that show. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. So Finn's shaking of the little people in order to get them 
to, to see him could be a reference to an idea formulated by some new age thinkers about dimensions and vibrations. <laughs> Nerdy voice. So this idea states that those on Earth exist in one vib vibrational dimension and other beings exist in higher frequencies of consciousness. Uh, so Finn shaking the little people may be a playoff of the individual raising their vibrational frequencies to commune with spirits or gods. Interesting. So Finn manifests in the cloud to speak to them in, in that style. Um, yeah, that is interesting. And uh, yeah, those kind of... Um, that philosophy has been that that dates back to like the 1800s. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. I know because I've read some authors from the 1800s who dealt with that kind of stuff, like H.P. Lovecraft. Huh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The song Jake plays in the storyboard version is "Lonesome Fiddle Blues," which is more widely known as the tune used in "The Devil Went Down to Georgia" by the Charlie Daniels Band. However, oh, cool. it was replaced with different music in the finished version of the. Oh, episode. so they didn't have to pay for the music. Yep. Oh yeah. So this episode could be a reference to the popular idea among fandoms, including the fandom of Adventure Time of shipping, which is the act of someone depicting two or more characters, whether through artwork or fictionalized text, being together in a romantic relationship. What's what's the uh, common word for that? I have no idea. Fanfic. All right. Uh, oh, do you want to hear what your prediction was for this episode? Heck yes, I do. So, based on the name All the Little People, you said PB decides she'll make a masterful army of little people, three to six inches tall, <laughs> to help supplement the banana Golly, jars. I was really specific with that. It was very specific. Very Pacific. Pacific? <laughs> I didn't want to take it for granted. <laughs> <gasps> Eastern specific time. So, anyway, it's a training montage about how our experiences go awry. Oh, uh, wow. I had two more weeks to do it. And I still haven't written a rubric. <laughs> Not out of malice. I am just forgetful. That rubric is you know, coming, everybody. Many people have like to-do lists or calendar reminders, and yet you refuse to use such tools. I use them. I have a calendar right behind me from last week. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get on top of it. Don't worry about it. So for now, it's an A on both yeah. accounts just to make you happy because that's how grading works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get to the next episode, that's, that's shall we? I got we? nothing but A's in college. I just stomped my feet and plugged my ears until they gave me an A. And they're like, whatever makes you happy, I'm like. <laughs> Jake the dad, IMDb reading. Whoa, 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 wait, before Anna go, any last thoughts about this episode? Nah, I think I've said everything I have to say about it. It's yeah. not my favorite. Uh, not particularly fond of it, but I could see why people would be, if that makes yeah, sense. totally. Yeah, how about you? It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do they go after this? Do all these little people the little just people. disperse? Do they start their own mini candy kingdom? Do they have their own world? Where do they go? Are they just displaced figured living off the land and now they have to worry about like giants stomping them? Maybe Finn and Jake just squish them. Do they just <laughs> live in the treehouse having to fend for themselves? Yeah. It is what do they eat? I don't know. Is it Did Finn feed them for four weeks? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So many questions. And again, this goes back to creating things and then just kind of like ditching them. Do mm -hmm. they live in like the basement with all the monies and the tandem elephant? I don't know. You know, there's a, an episode of the upcoming uh, season six that deals with uh, Shelby getting like a little brother. Yeah. And like it shows like their little world within Finn and Jake's treehouse, like through like the cracks in the walls and stuff like that. 
Do they live so, there? Oh, no, because I was going to say, if they lived there, then you'd see them adventuring, and they'd be the ones taking care of like the rat problem and everything. Right. So I think these people just kind of phase out of existence. And then why aren't Finn and Jake BFFs in Little People version? Yeah, I don't know. Jeez. So many questions. Adventure time, you make me yeah. sick. All right. So, second episode, Jake the Dad. IMDb rating 8.3. Overall number 110. Episode number 6 for the season 5 version. Uh, directed by Lara Leachlater, Nate Cash. Written and storyboarded by Tom Herpich, Steve Wolfhard. Original air date, January 7th, 2013. 3.19 million US Oh, viewers. yeah. The... Jake becoming a dad uh, thing. It was probably what brought all the viewers in. Oh, that wow. must have been I'm it. I'm barely making sense with my sentences tonight. I'm tired. Words. <laughs> but we got to get this episode out. What does the title card look like, Matthew? So it's Finn, not Finn. It's Jake shaped like a chicken sitting on top of some eggs on a is desk. Is he a chicken or is he like a, I, I, he looks like a duck. He does. He looks like a rubber ducky. You know what? I love going to the feed store and seeing the chickens. The little beep, beep, beep. Yep, they go beep, beep. Yeah, little cuties. I love them. I love them so much. They're so cute. They're cute until you have to deal with their poop. Yeah. All right. Anyway, it's a cute title card. Yeah, I like it. And it's got five eggs. Five. Five eggs. Five babies. Bimo and Finn are walking to Lady Rainicorn's barn after receiving word that the newly born pups have arrived. They walk in and Jake introduces them to all five of the pups. Charlie, Jake Jr., TV, Viola, <laughs> and Kim Kill One. Jake Jr.'s little nightmare face. Yep. <laughs> After the pups play with Finn and Bimo for a while, Jake tells the pair that they cannot really spend time with them anymore as he now has to take care of his children. Finn acknowledges Jake's new responsibility and leaves with Bimo, who plays, uh, who pulls his sock and asks Finn if he wants to play video games and runs back at the last second to play with the pups for a short amount of time. Yeah. What did his shirt say on it? Oh, uh, best uncle or something like that. Yeah, but it's like it, upside down, so only Finn can read it. Yeah, and it's also uh, uncle spelled the K, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. The other thing too is that like he's playing with them and he's like mashing their faces together and has like one leg on one. And, yeah, and Jake's like, uh, and so Jake's like, you got to get out of here, man. Yeah, you got to go. It's kind of sad because Jake's like, I, I guess I'm gonna live with Lady now. See yeah, you around, buddy. He's like deuces, like super like casual and was just like, eh. Yeah, and that's totally a Jake thing. Where yeah. he, he would, something like this would just come across, go like casually with him. Yeah, he's totally not planful at all. Even though it's like completely shaking someone else's entire world. Right, it's exactly. Like when but he was ready also, to die in that one episode where he's like, oh, oh I'm going to die today, croak dream. Okay, and but Finn's also like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Finn and, and Bimo were like, all right, I guess that's cool. Bye, let's go play video mm-hmm. games. It was rando. Yeah, I mean, well, they can't really argue with it, I guess. Yeah. It's a, he's a pappy now. Well, I'm glad that he was prioritizing his bibbies. Yeah. And we'll find that he over-prioritizes them. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. So that night, Go Jake... home, you're drunk. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> <laughs> so that night, Jake cannot sleep due to fear that something's going to happen to the pups. So eventually, he gets up and goes to make Lady Rancorn and the pups some French toast with the help of his mother's hollow message. I like French toast. Me too. Love French toast. I had this um, French bread, French toast once when I was traveling in Florida, and it was divine. That sounds awesome. Yep. But I just wanted to tell you that. <coughs> yeah. Can't wait. So next month, I'm possibly going to be going to Texas, Austin, yeah. Texas, and I can't wait to try some food there. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah. There's many good food things there. I'm so excited. So excited. Maybe even some French toast. Maybe. 
So yeah, uh, so Jake's mom comes up on like this whole hologram message thing, and um, Jake soon becomes distracted when he notices that the pups are not moving in their sleep. So frantically, he asks the hollow message what it means that the pups aren't moving, and the machine just freaks out. It's like they're probably dead. Oh, Get go them check CPR. On them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Jake freaks out and wakes them up. After doing so, says, "Mom's manual knows best." The next day, Jake then reads his children the story of the baby-eating fox and the babies. When he realizes that it's really a violent book about a fox eating babies, he throws the book outside and decides to take them for a walk. Then it flashes to a scene where there are a bunch of foxes outside a lady's house, and they're just hanging around. And they find this book. And um, they start to decide they plan to eat the pups after they review the book. As Jake and the puppies walk, Jake shoots down every attempt that they make to have fun for fear that they will get hurt. However, Jake falls asleep while he's walking them on their leashes, BT dubs, due to exhaustion and lack of sleep, allowing the pups to run off. By the way, these foxes are the best part of the episode to me. They're, They're really so great. funny. The lead fox, his voice, it's one of those cases again where it sounds like it's somebody who's reading off a cue card. Yeah. He's like, well, it looks like uh, we could be eating babies. And uh, they're <laughs> fresh for the taking. Uh, so great. <laughs> so when uh, Jacob wakes, he sees that the puppies are having fun and he quickly tries to get them under control, but he eventually falls back asleep. So Lady then calls the puppies in an attempt to ease some of Jake's stress. And when they get to the barn, the foxes come out after a short discussion and decide that Jake is a baby and conclude that, that they want to eat legit. him. And they're like, this doesn't look like a baby. He's like, hey, we're, not, we're never going to find the perfect baby. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to have to make do and eat this one. The dingo ate your baby. Dingo ate my baby. Also, comma, Jake was so sleep deprived after only one night. One night. I'm really yeah, dismayed. Yeah. We've all pulled an all nighter. It can be a little spacey, but you're not falling asleep while walking and then walking. His face t- hits three branches that go into both eyes and his mouth. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so his family sees that Jake has been captured by these foxes, and so the puppies decide that they're going to go help Jake, who is way too tired to fight back. Although Jake advises against it, the puppies decide to help anyway. When Jake Jr. tells him that the hollow message is a piece of junk, Jake has a flashback of when he and his mother confronted a cobra that jumped out of a policeman's (laughs) boombox. Super rando. He recalls that he himself said the hollow message was a piece of junk and used his stretchy powers to smack the cobra away. Together, the puppies form a super pup and utilize their enhanced rain account powers to scare the foxes away. Yeah, total total anime move. It was so cool. And it was it was like straight up go go power rangers. Yeah, it's like the Megazord. Do, 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 but instead of a bunch of robots, there's a bunch of mutant puppies. It's <laughs> fabulous. And by the way, all the all the all the puppies speak complete sentences now. They're they're basically adults. Yeah, they like grow up this in uh, this in this 11 minute episode yeah. and this one day they've pretty much like randomly like or, um accelerated their growth. Yep, and yeah. Jake Jr.'s voice is clearly uh Christian Shaw. Can, can you Can you do Christian Shaw's voice? You can't talk right now. That doesn't sound like her at all. It actually sounds exactly <laughs> like her. Guys, <laughs> Dad, we can do it. <laughs> she's she does voices and everything. She's Tina from Bob's Burgers, not Tina. Um, Louise from Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, th- those voices were great. <laughs> okay. So uh, Jake returns to the tree floor and declares that he's going to stay with Finn and Bimo. He's like, "Well, they're growing up. Peace out, lady." 
<laughs> so he then comments that the Randy Corns age fast and that uh, Kim Kill Wan already has a beard, much to Finn's amazement. So the episode then closes with Jake saying that, uh, you know, all my stuff is here anyway. <laughs> so poor lady. Yeah, she's like, oh, okay. I mean, I guess, I guess bye. I mean, I guess that's how their relationship has always been. So it's not yeah. really like new. And and also that works for some people. They just don't like to live together, but yeah. they like to be together. Uh, maybe a lady just likes living alone. Some people yeah. do. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Okay, things I liked. Yes. I love Finn's shirt. Yeah, me too. Uncle Finn, I think that was great. Um, I kind of want to make you one of those. I think that'd be lovely. Unky Matt. Unky Matt. Um, I love the names. Why did they name one of them TV? Maybe, maybe uh, they wanted to name one of the kids after something they love. Maybe. And Jake loves TV. In Simpsons, Bart was not allowed to be TV, but I'm sure if uh, Homer could have, he would have named him TV. <laughs> I remember the one where he's like, you can always change your name to Homer Jr. The kids mm-hmm. can call you Hoju. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Also, what happened to Jake's mom? Uh, she dead. <laughs> do we know how? I think, it, I don't remember if it ever explains how it happens, but I do believe her and uh, Joshua are deceased. Yes. Yep. Right. I figured that out with the hologram and the fact that they weren't really there. Yeah, I don't remember. I do not remember what happened to them, but I can't remember if it's ever explained or not in the future. Um, going back to Finn interfacing with the kids, this is my notes. OMG, does Finn even know how to be around children? No, he does not. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> what about you, Matt? What'd you like? Uh, I like? loved, of course, the foxes. They were hilarious to me. Uh, Jake's overreactions to everything. Mm-hmm. The kids were pretty funny. Oh, this is just a, a highly enjoyable episode all around, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. It's a feel-good episode. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. I, I was looking forward to watching this one again. Oh, cool. Yep. That's great. Uh, we were wrong. It says best uncle. So best, best uncle. uncle. But it is spelled the K and it is upside down so he can look at it. Yeah. It cracks me up. Best, that should be the name of our band. Best <laughs> uncle. Best uncle. Okay. <laughs> Where's the snail, Maddie? The snail is waving in the kitchen background uh, when Jake is telling Finn that he's going to be living here now. Mm-hmm. And you can see the snail just, uh, what's he hanging out on? Is that a? It ca- I think it's the um, the hollow box. The oh, hologram box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there he is. Cool. They got some uh, horseshoe wallpaper. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah. Horseshoes. Kind of country chic house. It, it is. It is. It's it's country horrific. Kind of gross colored doors on the cabinets, though. They're like puke pink. <laughs> well, maybe that's what Lady likes, puke pink. I, I guess you ever so. think of that? <laughs> maybe she does. Maybe. And yellow and yeah. green and purple. That's a crazy colored house. Yeah. Well, Lady is a crazy colored horse. That is Flying true. Ranicorn. <laughs> you have a good point. That's what I'm talking about. No fill face. Matt, what's your favorite line? Favorite line was, look at this book I found about eating babies. The lead I, fox. All right. I also had lead fox. There's never going to be a perfect baby. Sometimes you have to dive right in. What a great character. Yeah. Do you want to give me an impression of a character? Or? Yeah. That's a lot darker than I remember. Yeah. Which that was is Jake. Totally. That's true about like all the old like children's yeah, tales. Yeah, we were all, talking you, about that. Yeah. You yeah. look back at some like the old ones and they're like, oh, these are messed up. Mm-hmm. Like Ring Around the Rosie. That's about like during the Black pa- Plague and um, the smell. Yeah. Yeah. everybody dying. And uh, it, it's like Grimm's fairy tale stuff. Like that's all really dark stuff. Yeah, totally. What was so, yours? I wonder if it's making fun of that kind of thing. So my impression is. I don't know, but I'm going to eat one right now. <laughs> also the lead fox. <laughs> you really like those fox. If you I love do. them so much, why don't you take a picture and marry it? Take a picture and marry it on a Polaroid. Oh, my goodness. All right. We got some... Trivia! Trivia! It's trivia time. 
In Mom's manual, Finn is shown in Margaret's shopping cart when speaking about breakfast. Breakfast. Oh, my gosh. Interesting. I didn't even catch that. I'm above doing, baby. I get <laughs> At the end, the pups say, Suhag. I'm sorry. I, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, which means mathematical. This is the first Adventure Time episode to premiere in 2013. That makes sense. <laughs> Tracks. <laughs> so when uh, Jake was presenting the pups to Finn and Bimo, the name banners have unique objects on either side. Charlie's banner has two pink flowers. TV's banner has two yellow ducks facing each other. Viola's banner has roses on the top and bottom. A viola on the left side and a fiddle on the right side. Kim Kilowan's banner has a hot dog on the banner. And Jake Jr.'s banner has a treasure chest while gold littering with gold littering near it and has a skull and a sword on either side of the chest. Hmm, that's yeah. cool. Um, this is the second episode that has the title starting with Jake the. We talked about this um, during our last Jake the episode. Yeah. Uh, Jake the dog. Third is Jake the brick and fourth being Jake the star child. Star child. So all the puppies are shown to have the ability to teleport despite neither Jake nor Lady having displayed this power. It is possible that they inherited this power from their paternal grandparents, Warren Ampersand. I love the word ampersand. Ampersand. You know what that is, right? <laughs> no. It's the and mark that looks like a um, treble clef. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that had a name. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's revealed that Rainicorn offspring age quickly, which is shown when the pups get bigger after only two days. Just like the movie Jack. I used to have a poster for that in my room when I was a kid. What a lame poster. Is <laughs> <laughs> it Robin Williams like jumping with his arms spread yes, out? Yes, it is. I love Robin Williams. He's the man. Yeah, yeah he was great. So Jake blows uh, all the manual's cartridge. A similar technique was often used to start video games back in the day, which we know all about. Duh. Yep. Yeah, Super Mario Brothers, uh, Super Mario Bros. 3, and Battletoads, and mm -hmm. all the games. Nothing's more embarrassing than having friends over to play a Nintendo game, and then you blow in the cartridge a hundred times, and it still doesn't start. You're like, well, I guess we're playing outside today. <laughs> Stupid outside. Nobody likes it anyway. Nobody likes it. What's wrong with you, man? Why are your video games broken? Uh, the puppy's formation to save Jake from the foxes is refer reference to robot combining transformations as seen in Japanese animated shows or live action shows such as Go Lion or Voltron and Super Sentai Power Rangers franchises. Yeah. So Finn's backward shirt writing Finn. Finn's backward shirt <laughs> writing is a reference to the character I.R. Baboon from the cartoon I Am Weasel which was shown on Cartoon Network along, along with its sister series, Cow and Chicken. Read much? <laughs> the sword Jake holds while sleeping is similar to certain swords used on stage by the band Guar. Who I'm an enormous fan of. I love Guar. Okay, so I didn't make a prediction for this episode because I knew the episode already. Mm -hmm. But. But you can predict next week's episode that you've never seen before. Hot Dog. Which is called Davy. All right. So I wrote this in preparation for this recording. Buckle up, Buttercup. <laughs> Finn and Jake come across an old book about Davy Crockett. Inspired, they decide that they are going to become expert woodsmen. They meet up with LSP in the forest, who, unbeknownst to them, has become the master of living in the woods and teaches them a thing or two. What I love about that is, like, you know that it would be, like, LSP be like, I don't have to think about living in the woods. And then um, all of her advice is just terrible. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I love it. Yes. I'm excited to find out if that's what it's about. Yep. Yep. Every time I hear the name Davy, I think of Davy Havoc, the singer of AFI. Huh. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I like AFI. Yeah, AFI is good. I'm down to clown. Guess what? What? 
We have some listener feedback. Listener feedback. What? Yeah, it's awesome. true. So Adrian, who sent us the trivia theme, also sent us an email that went with it. and hmm. says, hi, Matt and Amy. I was super excited last week when, Matt's, when Matt asked listeners to create their own jingle for uh, trivia time. Came up with a really silly, fun one where you'll hear me try a slight Pendleton Ward impression, which, by the way, you nailed it. That sounds just like Pendleton Ward. It's ShamWow, 100%. Yeah, you did an amazing job. I also made a shorter version in case the main one is uh, too cray-cray for you guys. Well, we're playing them both because <laughs> we loved them both. Ain't nothing no cray-cray for Maddie two Maddie shots. S- Maddie two shots is like... <laughs> <laughs> oh boy this is all right we're getting a little loopy here we're hip we're with it yeah so he says are they sorry um anyways i had fun making this little jingle hope you like it or at the very least i hope you guys have a good laugh we had a good laugh and we loved it yes so thanks for being so awesome at what you do heart emoji i'm always looking forward to the next episode let's go all 10 seasons p.s team no rubric Ooh. I still got still got a few on the. We're gonna call them the army of no no. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound what you think it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> the army of no. <laughs> um, you guys are so wonderful, humoring Matthew in this way. You're so sweet. <laughs> All right, yeah. Also, thanks for the song. It's amazing. It is really cool. Uh, we, we're we excited to have it as part of our pod today. Absolutely. All right, we got an episode or uh, email from Turtle Myrtle saying, love the podcast. It's helped me get through my days after quarantine. That was back in November, and I can't remember if we read it. So, But I am going to read the one that sh- uh, they sent on February 14th. My cousin Rylan loves Adventure Time, so I introduced him to your podcast and recently got it a bad case of COVID. So if you could mention him, that would mean the world. Yes. And speedy recovery to you. Hey, Rylan, what's up? You're what awesome. Up? Rylan, seriously, we're going to write a poem for you right now. Okay. Uh, Should um, we do a haiku? Haiku. So haiku. five, seven, five. Yeah. I got the last one. Your name is Rylan. <laughs> Adventure time is... Real good. Real good. <laughs> no, I love it. Thank you. And the last one, Velociraptor. Awesome. That's for you, Rylan. Yep. Hope you feel better. Merle, you're awesome. We always love hearing from you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, we, we got some <laughs> five-star reviews. This episode got fun. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> This is a great podcast from Pumpkin8511. Why haven't you posted anything? It's 2022 and no episodes. So oh, hopefully you've listened to our newer ones. We might have already done that one, but if not, let's respond to it anyway. Oh, my glob. Oh, my glob. By FDKGDGJKF. Okay, okay, okay. So why did you choose Oh, my glob Adventure Time and Adventure Time Podcast as your podcast title? Oh, because... All the other good Adventure Time names were taken. Or this was clever. It was clever. Yes, yes. And also that other one. Because, you know, Oh My Glob is such a popular phrase in the show, so we thought it'd be a fun title for the for the podcast. Yeah, it was good. Yep. And it worked out. And the name was available on all the socials. And thank so. you for the question. Yes. This is from CCC. Love. I watched Adventure Time when it first came out back in my early college days. Now, as a new parent, I decided to pick up where I left off and finish the series due to late night feeds and sleepless nights with an infant. 
I absolutely love the series, and when I finished, I wanted more, so I began my hunt for a good podcast. Amy and Matt do an incredible job reviewing each episode and adding their spin on on things to keep it interesting. Matt's voice impressions are so spot on. 100% agree with that. Good job, guys. Just please don't <laughs> have us wait another three months for a new no, episode. I feel bad that you guys had to wait two weeks for this one. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for shaming us, everyone, because it really motivates us to be more consistent. Uh, I'm going to blame Matt on this one and his, you know, whatever podcast setup he's got here. So <laughs> I, I didn't go to audio school. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube you, bruh. Uh. <laughs> uh, okay, next one is from Silent Assault 9. Marvelous. Cannot go wrong. Best Adventure Time podcast out there. And dare I say one of the best podcasts in general. I do dare very much. That is extremely flattering. Thank you. If you're not listening, you're missing out. L.A. Sideways winky emoji face. Yeah, uh, if he comments like that, it's eventually going to get to my head, and I'm going to be like Abraka Daniel on that first episode. He said, <laughs> I deserve a kiss from a princess. <laughs> <laughs> you got your princess right now. Yes, I do. <laughs> and a cat named princess. I got two princesses. You do have two princesses. Yep. I wonder sometimes if I'm... Anyway, mindless <laughs> swag. Uh, feeding my fixation. Hello, Matt and Amy. As someone who is obsessed with the show, and we're talking obsession to where I know the episode within the first 25 seconds of dialogue, that's with me and Princess Bride. Yeah, that's impressive, by the way. Uh-huh. Your podcast has been the best thing to listen to. I'm so happy that y'all are back, and I'm so looking forward to when you both talk about season six. Season six, thir- episode 13 is my favorite episode, and I can't wait for you all to talk about it. As a diehard fan, Amy, I love your predictions because they're always so creative. And Matt, I love the grading scale. I hope you both mention me in the episode because that would be totes blueby. Uh, keep up the great work and thank you for keeping the show alive. Oh, thank you so much. That was very thoughtful of you. And very. Thank you. You're the best. Best. Oh, and we have a voicemail. Woohoo! Yep. Love getting voicemails. Yeah, we do. And this one is from uh, Ronan. And we're going to play it right now. Hi, Matt and Amy. My name is Ronan from San Diego. I just want to say I've just started watching your show, and I've been jumping around to different episodes. I should say listening to your show, and I really enjoy it. I have a question, Amy. I've heard you say cognitive reframing and visual hallucinations, so I'm assuming you're a therapist or somewhere, someone in the mental health field. I'm an associate therapist working towards my license right now, so I thought that was kind of cool. just wanted to ask that question, and I do have an impression as well. I'd like your flesh. I'm going to take it from you while you sleep. Ronan, thank you so much for that or that voicemail. We totally love it. So, okay, a couple things. Yes, I am a therapist. I'm a clinical social worker, and I practice in Washington and New Hampshire and Florida um, as a telehealth professional. And, yes, I've been working uh, – I've been I work as a therapist for, oh, my gosh, over a decade. It's crazy. So I'm excited that you are also a therapist and working towards your licensure right now. Get it, get it, get it. We uh, need more great therapists, especially – uh, individuals who can provide work while we have this mental health crisis due to COVID. So thank you for working in this field. And also your uh, quote was. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of my favorite uh, Peppermint Butler quotes ever. I want to say PB, but we already have a PB in the show. <laughs> yeah. Pet butt, remember? Pet butt. Pet butt. <laughs> yeah, you rock. And uh, thanks for the thanks for the voice, but we get so excited every time we get one of those. Totally. You rock. Yeah. All right. Matthew. Yes. Guess what? What? Any last thoughts about that that last episode? I really enjoyed it. I've, uh, as I've said with many episodes, I've watched it 
many times before. I have no doubt I'll watch it again just for fun. Yeah, it was a good one. I liked it. I think, you know, it, it's great enough. Yeah, great enough. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, you have made it through another episode of Oh My Glob and Adventure Time podcast. We would love for you to check us out on the social medias, Insta, Twitter, and Facebook at Oh My Glob Podcast. You can email us at oh my God podcast at gmail.com or Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Did you already say that one? Yeah. <laughs> or you can leave us a voicemail by uh, calling 216-260-GLOB or 216-260-4562. Or you can also leave us a voicemail on the anchor.fm app. Yeah. And just go to the uh, Oh My Glob podcast profile there. And we'll read your guys' stuff on the air or play it on the air. Yep. Twitter. Hey, Matt. Yep. Hey, you're awesome. You're awesome, too. Thank you, guys. And we will be back. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we'll catch you on the flip. Catch you on the flip-flop. Bye. Bye. So Finn's backward shirt writing air which was shown on Cartoon Network along.